when I think of HR, it's like people think this is the room you go to to complain about the boss. There is a lot of experience working locally that the HR acts like they own the company. A proper HR person is coming alongside the team member. Here's their performance today. How can we make it better? Good day and welcome to the Offsite Team Podcast. I'm here with my good friend, April, in the Philippines. How are you today, April? Been busy. How are you? I'm doing great. I've been equally busy as well, but it's because I took 13 days off from work and I came back to no major problems because the Offsite Team didn't cover my backside mm -hmm. as well as my onsite team. And I was able to do some really big, heavy mental lifting and a little bit of vacation time. It's, so it's great to come back to the States. Well, today on the Offsite Team Podcast, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dive into the hard issues. HR, no one likes HR. I, I personally despise HR because it's like, <laughs> can't we just take care of our customers and work and not deal with, oh, this person needs this raise or this person clocked out or this happened. HR is a pain in the rear end, but all companies need to do HR. Well, yeah. at Offsite Team, we understand the challenges faced by DME companies, rehab companies, respiratory companies, and you know business leaders in their quest to find dependable and affordable employees who also know how to use Brighttree. Now, what we've done is we've created a revolutionary workforce solution that resolves this problem, enabling DME businesses to thrive with a reliable and cost-effective team. And today, we're going to kind of pull back the veil and show what does that look like in the mm -hmm. area of HR, because we have U.S.-based employees, we have Philippine-based employees, and we work together in one cohesive team. And not only that, HR, we understand how that also relates to the pain points of DME, pre-authorizations and this, this, this. It'd be great if, you know, in our billing episode, if you just pressed a button, we all got paid, never had to deal Perfect. with things, that'd be great. But what does it look like? You know, we've got to have HR, you know, because HR, you know, on one side, you need HR to hire great, high-performing team members. Mm -hmm. But you also need to enforce rules. What are the core values of your company? So we have our own core values of our team. The reason why we just don't place people in other companies, we need to see what are your core values? What's important to your business? It might be straight up volume. It might be straight up this. We need to make sure there's compatibility and a great HR makes sure there's compatibility so both employer, employee, as well as the customers are winning together. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Medicare, they also require everything to be built up to specifications. So April, I have a question for you. I have not told you ahead of time this question, right. but when you think of HR from a U.S.-based perspective, if you were an American employer, what would you think is your biggest pain point? I guess it would be running the business and understanding the team members at the same time. There is this huge responsibility and having an HR will help us in, in regards to recognizing those. So it's really helpful that we have someone who can just, you know, if I'm the business owner of a company and then someone go to my room and ask to request to edit the timesheet, that would be like, come on. Yeah, really, really. But mm -hmm. how many times, for example, like, the number of times, I'm sorry, I forgot to clock out. Yes. And as the business owner, I'm like, oh, great. I'll go clock you in mm -hmm. and clock you out. Right. And it's a pain in the rear end. And I'll pull back the veil a little bit. I'm like, I don't like doing this. So then I trusted the honor system. And of mm -hmm. course, yes, we've had some people clocking in and clocking out from home. 
I figured it out. We, you know, and so that doesn't necessarily work either. So how do you deal with not everyone on your team is always looking after the best interests of the company. It's really exhausting as the business owner, because most of us who are into this business, we just want to take care of our customers. We don't want to do HR. We want high quality, you know, people. What mm -hmm. does that look like? No. Then let me ask that from a Philippine perspective. You know that. Yes. What's your biggest pain point HR-wise from the Philippine side of things? That would be looking for someone. Like it's it's hard to just interview someone and then mm -hmm. just pick someone out of that one. So you have to how go- How do you find over. the right person? Mm -hmm. Yes. How to find the right person? Is this the one that I'm looking for? And at the same time, do they have what it, you know, there's a lot of things that you can see in a resume that when mm -hmm. you talk to the person, you'd be like, <laughs> you'll be second guessing. Just like the United States. No one comes in. I was joking with a buddy of mine. He's like, why can't we just interview someone and say, um, I'm an egotistical narcissist and I'm going to lie and cheat from you. Uh, why won't you tell me that ahead of time so I don't hire you? No one does that. They're like, yes, I'm great. Please hire me. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I clock in, I'm going to just, you know, lie, cheat and steal and take your money. Not everyone is like that, but there are a few and we need to make sure we don't hire those team members. You yes. know, we have a philosophy with the offsite team. We want to hire thoroughbreds. Mm -hmm. We don't want to hire donkeys. And here's the thing is donkeys really don't want to work with thoroughbreds anyway, because thoroughbreds get annoyed at donkeys and donkeys get annoyed at thoroughbreds. So donkeys are still very valid farm animals, but they're mm -hmm. just not meant for the offsite team. They're not meant for our US based team. Mm -hmm. We hire thoroughbreds. Right. And there's a way of doing that in a way our, you know, our hiring policy works. And you've said several times, we hire go-getters and we have mm -hmm. a really customized screening to make sure we hire go-getters who go beyond the course of, you're going to go to the nth degree. Mm -hmm. By the way, you didn't say what I thought you were going to say. What is it? What I thought you were going to say is your biggest HR problem. What's it? Tardiness. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Emotional damage. You're like, oh, I, so one of I think our, we're working we, on it now. <laughs> we are working on it and we figured out a way around it. So mm -hmm. yeah. I, I will say it, it's funny. Some of the offsite team, uh, we don't typically have a lot of absence problems. It's it's a lot like okay. US workers, but we have had occasionally, there are a few people, they'll have tardiness problems mm -hmm. and uh, we figured a way around it. And I'm not going to tell you our spidey secrets ahead of time, but we figured <laughs> a way around it. It's like anyone else. Why are you showing up late for work or this and that. And, but anyway, we can't give out the secrets, but they're there and we've kind of figured it out. But mm -hmm. that was something that we talked about for what, like three, six months every week. Like what yes. I'm going to do, what I'm going to do. <laughs> it was even one of your quarterly rocks and you right. figured it out and hopefully I won't jinx it. It's working, you know? Yes. Now, now it's like, okay, I'm sorry. I can't come to work, sir, because uh, category four typhoon hit. Okay. Legitimate, mm -hmm. legitimate, legitimate uh, excuse. But hey, HR is a pain in the rear end. So it's pretty easy. So the way we've built our company HR is we actually have a hybrid system, just like our communications team, where we have US-based HR as well as Philippine-based mm -hmm. HR. And no one, in my opinion, and I haven't heard anyone else, uh, we actually don't call it HR. No one likes HR. Um, is you know, I, I swear when I think of HR, it's like people think this is the room you go to to complain about the boss even though the boss is the person paying for the HR person. So why would you pay for someone to complain about you and how things are? And so 
we look at HR in a different way. Mm-hmm. We look at as quality leaders, what it is. A proper HR person is coming alongside the team member. Here's their performance today. How can we make it better? That is true HR. Now, as you're doing it, you don't want to break any US-based rules. So for example, right. in the United States, we are an equal opportunity employer. And there are certain rules that we have to follow in terms of interviews, in terms mm-hmm. of accreditation. We follow all of those. We understand what they look like. And it was so weird when we started hiring offsite team members because you would send your interview resumes in. And not only did you put, hey, uh, my name's April, you would put your height. Are you married? Do you have kids? (laughs) What your religion is? And I'm looking at this like, we're not allowed to ask those questions (laughs) in the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just kind of interesting because those laws don't exist. And I understand why they do exist because mm-hmm. uh, one of the downsides of the United States is we have a long history of discrimination. But when you're hiring from another country, as of now, there's no laws. We don't ask religion. Um, but mm-hmm. typically it's on most resumes. It's really fascinating. Right. Why is that, by the way? Is it just like it's accepted or do you only do Catholics only hire Catholics and Pentecostals only hire Pentecostals? Why do they... Why, why do you put your religion on your resumes? To be honest with you, it's one of the questions that I have, like, why do I have to put this? So probably it's because when you go into a company, at least you mm-hmm. will know that the company is diverse. So whatever religion you're from, then they'll be able to accept you. So I, I'd say mm-hmm. Muslim, I'd use that as an okay. example. So Muslim mm-hmm. is not, um, it is huge in the Philippines, but not really like Malaysia or other Muslim countries. Uh-huh. But so they just put, so they just lead with it to say yes. hey, Muslim companies are going to stay Muslim, mm-hmm. Catholic co- companies are going to stay Catholic. It's really interesting. I never looked into it. So we have a, we have a very diverse team, or we have a little bit of everything. But mm-hmm. it's really fascinating because uh, you know for our communications team members, what do I care? Do you know how to think? And how amazing <laughs> is your English? That's mm-hmm. what we're looking for. How can you think? Do you play well with others? It's mm-hmm. I'm, I just don't think religion. Um, I could be wrong, but it's that's kind of an interesting thing. Now, the thing with HR, every company needs HR. Even so, we don't have HR. Well, think payroll, think time cards. Do you want to pay someone twenty to twenty-five dollars an hour to calculate time, or would it better benefit your company to pay half that and have an offsite team member deal with like? time card entry and uh, onboarding of team members. So one of the things that we use our HR person for with our company is they don't do the final round of interviews. They do Mm -hmm. the first round of interviews for us. And we say, hey, these are our interview questions. Make sure you call them. And because what was happening before is we didn't want to, you know, offshore that. But what happened is, well, we would end up going five, 10 days without calling the applicants, which is way too long because when you apply to your company, if you can call them back that day saying, hey, thank you for calling Howard's. Thank you for calling ABC Medical. We're really interested. Do you have time for a quick five-minute interview over the phone? Mm-hmm. Well, hey, they must really care for me. They don't know that the person who's calling them is in Manila. Yes. But that's what it is. And then what uh, our HR person can do, she's going to filter that out. Mm-hmm. She's going to get the top five candidates or top three candidates, whatever it is. And then she'll say, okay, here is your in-person interview here. And what it is, is, you know, we only want to hire thoroughbreds. We don't want to hire donkeys. They kind of act as that in-between. They can do the background checks, mm-hmm. uh, all the things that take time. And it's required by accreditation. It allows them to do that. So, you know, it's one of those things. How do you figure things like this out? How do you find good team members? You know, what, what are you looking for, April, when you're hiring offsite team members? Because, I mean, you've already hired well over 30 of them. What mm-hmm. are you looking for when we hire? 
Well, first and foremost, I would want someone who has the humility, so they have to be humble. And going back to our company, we're looking for a team member who's humble, hungry, and smart. Now, mm -hmm. in line with that, I mean, it does not matter if you're a college graduate or not, as long as we can see it in you when, when we're talking, you can feel that there is this vibe that you can sense if the person is saying something legit. So I think it's one of those things. Yeah. And you want to know what that vibe is. And there are certain questions that we ask. Yes, that, correct. Tell me more about that. Give me an example. Mm -hmm. But then we also dial down on that. Mm -hmm. And our team understands what to ask for. Um, there's also, if we happen to hire a dud, you know, you want to offboard that person as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. The nice thing with offsite team is what do we do? Um, we've offboarded them already before they get to one of our clients, uh, if that is the case. Uh, mm -hmm. Very seldom does it happen, but we do, you know, we have a dud from time to time. Nice thing with having, if you ever decide to put an HR person in the Philippines to work alongside your US-based team, it really helps with scalability as well too. Or what we've done several times is we've had dual roles. Let's say you have a small company, you don't need a full-time HR person. Well, you can take that HR person mm -hmm. and also work billing confirming, also work phone calls, also work collections. I mean, there are so many different ways you can do it. In the US, an HR person is going to run a company uh, between $50,000 and $100,000 a year. Um, it depends on what they're doing, but it's, you know, it frees up a lot of US resources to do things like increase productivity and scale our business more and pay our employees more. So it's really a win-win-win, mm -hmm. which is kind of neat. Uh, so another couple neat things about tech advantages with having HR in the Philippines is most HR software is in the cloud these days, whether someone uses QuickBooks or Bamboo mm -hmm. HR, there's a lot of other things. It really is very, very easy unless you're still writing the old fashioned checks. And even then there are workarounds for that where if you ever did want to have an offsite workforce that do some HR, very, very easy to do. Another thing that's nice about HR in the Philippines is the cultural compatibility. The Philippines has a strong emphasis on relationships. And we've talked about this a mm -hmm. lot. And right. I didn't realize it until we offshored some of our HR is you guys just love people. You love to hang mm -hmm. out. You love to talk. And that goes hand in hand with HR. Because, you know, you emphasize relationships, you have mm -hmm. people-centered values, it aligns, it aligns very well with the personal and relational nature of HR. In fact, way better than the U.S.-based aspect of HR. You know, it's like, you know, what, what does motivation look like? What does engagement look like? So let's kind of help some people. If you were to have a problem with a team member, and let's say they're doing something wrong with an order. How do we handle it? You know, someone someone has confirmed the wrong order and there's an error on the order. How should we handle it from an HR wise, from a leadership wise? What tips do you have for our listeners? I'd say we talk, if I'm the HR, I talk to the team member and then mm -hmm. discuss what's the issue. But at the same time, I will have the team lead be be there because uh, during the meeting, we have this discussion that the team lead has to be the enforcer. So it's not yes. me who should be responsible in giving you or enforcing something, but at least there is this connection in between the three that the HR would be like the middleman, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, oh, your side or this side or this mm -hmm. side or this side. It gets really, really messy. No one 
even HR likes HR conversations. No mm. one likes it. And in my experience working with employees, the easiest way to confront an employee is to talk about hard, fast issues. Don't just say, hey, you're doing good, you're doing bad. That's so ambiguous. What does that mean? But if I were to say, hey, April, this order you worked on and confirmed, I noticed that the insurance wasn't verified. Mm. And because the insurance wasn't verified, there's a chance of denial. So this order that happened yesterday, I need you to verify the insurance. Oh, I forgot to do it. Very specific. What? It's nothing against you. Mm -hmm. It's about, can we verify the insurance? Can we collect the deductible? Can we show up for work early? Perfect. So when talking to team members, what we need to do is first and foremost, be very specific about the mm -hmm. issue. Second, in a HR conversation, I've seen them go wrong and go bad if there's not what's called a me, uh, a you first stance. So whenever I'm talking to someone, let's say I'm talking to, uh, I don't know, John Smith, I'll just come up with that. I go up to John and, hey, John, I am for you. So you have to make sure that the person knows that you are for them before you confront. Mm -hmm. And because some people will take, especially perfectionists, they take it so personally. It's, you know, you've done this really, really well. Some people will use the reprimand sandwich. Some people don't like that. But what we need to do is do a me first, you know, hey, April, I am for you. Mm -hmm. Second is then you confront the issue. And then you say, hey, do we need to talk more about it? No, I understand. I need to check the verification. Good. And some some of the best HR conversations are as little as one or two minutes. Mm -hmm. No one likes a 30 to 45 minute meeting to go over insurance verification. Yes, I need to hit the button. I need to verify the insurance. I need to check this thing in Brightree. It's that simple. Where a lot of people miss though, is the follow-up after that. So unless if, if it's a medium to large issue, even after you confront a good HR person is going to also follow up anywhere between one hour to 24 hours later, because that lets you know we're still good. Mm -hmm. And whatever that is. Yeah. Hey, April, that was kind of uncomfortable when I had that conversation with you. And then if you get really good, you can just almost joke about it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, hey, I am for you. And that's what it's all about. So when confronting others, we just need to say, hey, we're doing it not because we're punishing. We want you mm -hmm. to get paid. We want to get paid so we can pay you so you can get a raise so we can do things and we're all going to win. That's mm -hmm. what a good HR is. It's not a rule fault. You know, it's not nothing but rules, rules, rules. You do have have to follow all rules. So when you think of HR, you know, what's, what's your desire for, you know, when you think about you working with HR, uh, what's been like your favorite HR experience? Hey, hey, this has just worked well that you desire to see for other people in HR or other companies. Well, I want them to be for people because mm -hmm. there is a lot of experience uh, working locally that the HR acts like they own the company. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like the on money. A power trip. Yes. So it's not like you can approach them easily. So if I were, um, if I am looking for an HR, I, I wanted to have someone who's approachable, someone that I can talk to, someone that I can say something without feeling that, oh, that she might be saying the things that I'm telling her. You know, mm -hmm. making it a lot more complicated. Yeah, it, it, it's it's just like that. Just mm -hmm. another person. So if we find someone, they want to be HR because they want to have a power trip. They are the wrong person for the job. But hey, so if you're interested in having an offsite team member help you with your HR, or even just like, hey, what does that look like? Or, mm -hmm. you know, how can we help you? Go to offsiteteammember.com, schedule a meeting with either April or myself, and we'd absolutely love to talk to you. But until then, keep investing into your employees, take great care of your customers, and we are here to help at Offsite Team Member. Until next week, see you later. Thanks.